Genre. Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we review and reanimate the Zom Rom Com Sean of the Dead, one minute at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez. I'm Scott Corelli, and with us we have uh, from that thing you do minute. Uh, may it rest in peace, and uh, and the upcoming uh, minute of their own, uh, Nick Ferguson. Welcome. Yeah. Hello. Thanks for having me, guys. It's a pleasure. Yeah, always a pleasure to have you on. Talking about one of my favorite films here, so this is exciting. Awesome. uh, And today in particular, we are taking a bite out of Minute 49, which uh, starts with Sean crawling his way out of Phil's Jag and ends with Sean climbing his way up to Liz's apartment. Yeah. just He's at his most Tom Cruise in this minute. (laughs) Just stunting all over the place. Nick, Nick, I just, I, I, I often make the joke that Nick's references or whatever happened to him five minutes ago, and this couldn't be possibly more accurate than right now, because right before we hit record, he was talking about Minority <laughs> Report. Oh my God, that's true. <laughs> I didn't even make that connection. Nice. It's, inc- it's incredible. Oh man. I saw and like I like the dead silence from Nick as he's just like, mm, what's he talking about? And then I prove my case. He's like, well, can't argue yeah, that. I was I was like, where's he going with this? And I was like, oh no, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it all checks out. It all tracks. Because yeah. I was I was like, the, he's like the mummy, like the re- oh minority report. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ed shaking his head at Barbara. I mean, we talked about we, oh, we referenced how amazing so- it is. Uh, in the last minute before it had happened, but now that it's happening, it is just the most magical thing. It, it just, it's so like, what, what are we going to do with this kid? <laughs> yeah, it's a, this, this whole sequence, like while, uh, you know, we've got a couple minutes here that with uh, at least this first minute, it's not a lot of dialogue. It's just that little bit at the beginning, but mm-hmm. I, I love that this comes back to what we talked about in um when we were talking about spaced where it's just a lot of really good edgar wright camera work going on here you Mm -hmm. know from the oh my gosh yeah where how it like when he hits the buttons on the door and it kind of zooms in on his hand and then from there it cuts to the camera you know zooming up to the window or i i I guess that's like a pull up or whatever i i'm not sure the exact terminology Mm -hmm. but then like when it cuts back to him noticing the zombies closing in on him and then we have another zoom up to the the apartment you know it's it's mm-hmm. just yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of kinetic movement going on here you know what's so great is it it's it's the best kind of filmmaking in that it does not call attention to itself you know the first time you're watching this you just feel like you're moving with Sean but it, it it's only you know if you choose to like take a look at it from a technical point of view and you're mm-hmm. like god it's so mm-hmm. 
smooth and like you're right kinetic and every it, you feel every hit that has a rhythm yeah. to it it's it's just so it's so fucking cool the uh the tracking shot the, yeah, uh, yeah 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 yes i guess it's not a i guess it's not a tracking shot it's probably a steady cam most likely i don't think you would lay a track down on that like hilly area although you know what's cool about it i think is that it you know we we started this shot uh with the car pulling into its spot right and 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 ed, ed saying here and then we we kind of we went back to the back seat and saw sean did the child locks thing and then sean starts crawling up the window crawls out has the conversation with ed mm-hmm. and then ed pulls away and then we continue and then we follow him so like at first it feels almost like we're on sticks and then the car pulls away and suddenly it's like oh no we weren't on sticks it was a steady cam the whole time and now we're gonna follow sean across this yard taking out zombies that, that's all one shot that's pretty crazy yeah, no, totally. It's a it's a testament to Edgar Wright's, you know, filmmaking prowess, everything he's learned up until this point that he's able to take that first sequence. Uh, I, I would I'd be interested to know the, the motivation behind that, too. Why? Like, because it's it's basically the same sequence twice in a row. Right. It's him running up to the window or running up to the house and then hitting hitting the button or whatever, and then having to go take care of some zombies, go talk to Nick and then heading back or Ed, I guess, <laughs> whatever. Uh, but yeah, I, w- I would be interested to there's know. A, there's already too many Nicks in the room. We don't yeah, need right. you calling him Nick too. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's one of the good ones, you know, there's only, there's only so many good Nicks in Hollywood. So that's true. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, well, cause the first time it's not a, it's not a single shot. The first time that he does it. Um, right. Uh, it's a, uh, it's just a cutaway. Like you just see the taxi drive away and then you cut right. to him buzzing and then standing there. Uh, so it's not a, it's not a run and gun like this shot is. Okay. I gotcha. Yeah. See, and yeah. I was going to uh, a little peek behind the curtain cause I always do that on these shows, but I was going to rewatch this film today cause I hadn't seen it in a while. And then I realized it was going to be a bunch of work to get my Plex server set up because after I moved to where I am now, uh, which was months ago, I still haven't gotten like my office fully set back up again. So I was not able Uh to access my copy of Shaun of the Dead before we started this. So I'm just going off these two minutes. It's like... (laughs) (laughs) No. <laughs> I'm doing the real movies by minute experience here by just like jumping into it and going like, all right, I've seen these movies enough times. I can kind of remember where we are. <laughs> but the, yeah, so these, this, um, I don't know, like the way he's taken out these zombies are, is this supposed to be, is this shot maybe supposed to be sort of, um, imitating a cricket match or something? I've never watched cricket, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm fairly certain it, it, that this isn't it. Well, no, I don't mean like hitting people on the in the face with the, cr- but just like the way you're like following along with him across a field. That's it, what it made me think of. It reminds me but very much of a video game. It the, the, yeah. the, this feel all feels like like and and like when the camera kind of zooms in on Sean, it's like end cutscene, start the game, and it's like Uncharted. Like you, <laughs> you just press the X button whenever Sean's about to hit a zombie in the face. Right. Hmm. It's and like you're, one and of those you're following uh, him. 
it's a uh, what are they got quick a quick time event right yeah yeah, quick time yeah, event. yeah. yeah totally mm-hmm. or like time crisis you know how in time crisis you're like we're on a boat and then it's first person <laughs> yeah because like we're exactly. behind sean's back the whole time it's like crash bandicoot mm-hmm yeah sean's a little crash bandicoot he is kind of crash bandicoot he crash bandicoot <laughs> has that is so has no personal safety he just like he's so bare he doesn't even have a shirt yeah <laughs> he's like he's like the johnny knoxville of video game characters <laughs> that's weirdly uh-huh. accurate yeah <clears throat> Um, I think if they make a Crash Bandicoot movie, they should get Johnny Knoxville to do the voice. Oh, and no yeah. one will see that movie. Uh, <laughs> but um, so maybe that's not a good idea. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So so when before Sean leaves the car, um, uh, Sean says uh, to keep moving. He tells Ed to keep moving. And if anything goes wrong and, and Ed's like, yeah, 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 I'll do the honk. Do the honk, yeah. Um, which which is which is great, and it is actually a callback to earlier when he said he would he would do the honk if there was something wrong when right. uh, Sean was uh, in the house with the uh, Barbara and Philip. Mm-hmm. But uh, but what's interesting is that in the script, this is actually uh, called up right here. So when he's waiting for someone to answer the buzz in Liz's apartment. Uh, and the the zombie starts surrounding him in the script. Ed starts honking because the zombies are surrounding him, and Sean isn't seeing them. Oh. Yeah, interesting. So, but instead they went with uh, zombie moans. Um, right. So I wonder if on the day the sound that he's reacting to, if it was the zombie moans that he's reacting to, or if he was reacting as if he heard the car horn. Right. That's a good and then question. in post they were just like that doesn't really work. Um, and just change it to the zombie moans. But, uh, I, but I, I like that you can see the zombies sort of collecting themselves behind Sean. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that Sean is fixing his hair with his bloody hand <laughs> and then realizing that's a mistake. Right. He's trying to pretty himself up to go see Liz again, but not realizing that he's got red on him. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, it, it's like the it's level two of the the callback act of the movie. It's like we you know we've now seen what Sean's apartment is like, what Sean's neighborhood is like after a zombie apocalypse, and now we're gonna see what you know going to get his girlfriend back is gonna be like in the wake of a zombie invasion. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I really love There's... the one little zombie extra tumbling. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah, I'm a, a yeah. big fan of that one. <laughs> there are a few good, uh, really good zombie extras in this. If you watch this sequence a few times, like, yeah, there's the the tumbling zombie, and just uh, like you were saying, the the ones collecting themselves behind him. It's kind mm-hmm. of you know, but it's in that like you're meant to focus on him, obviously, because that's where the camera's focus is, you know, and everything else behind him is kind of out of focus back there. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's just it's uh yeah, it's a testament to these extras, you know, or or background actors as I guess we call them now, that you know, nobody you can't really see that it, it it's not like a sequence in a film where there's a lot of people in the background and you can you can see the construction worker, you know, who's like swinging a hammer, not actually hitting anything. It's like these right. guys are all committed to doing their their shambling horde routine, you know. <laughs> Especially these guys, he's hitting with the uh, with the cricket bat, right? There's a mm-hmm. there's a couple of really good fall and spins there. Mm-hmm. 
We got uh, we got track jacket. We got there. I will say on on the on the um, on the negative side of these zombies, there is the the second zombie that he hits. I think I think it's a woman, but it's hard to tell because there's zombies and she's not right. dressed particularly feminine. But uh, I think it's a woman. But uh, when you first see her after he hits track jacket. She's walking like a normal person and then switches into zombie mode as he gets to like, I, I assume like some kind of mark that she was waiting for. Right. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're totally right. <laughs> she was a little bit behind her spot. I was like, oh, crap. I gotta. <laughs> yeah. Gotta and they probably just they probably just rolled with it because they were like, well, this is this single shot is so hard to get anyway. Let's just it's fine. Yeah. But uh Yeah. But yeah, it's 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 good. And then Jean Jacket Zombie was just waiting for him. Like she, he just has his face out for him. <laughs> right, uh, kind of sticking his hit neck me out right there. here. <laughs> there is, a, I guess, the speaking of you know, like uh, um, extras or, or background actors, kind of like phoning it in a little bit. I will say that the over his right shoulder, when you're looking out the the door to the apartment building, the. Uh, <laughs> The woman, or I guess it's over his left shoulder, but the in the right side of the frame, there's the woman in blue there that she's yeah. just kind of like bouncing back and forth a little bit. <laughs> she looks a little bit like E.T. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <walks>. exactly. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a good pull. Yeah, it's totally yeah. that kind of E.T. waddle. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, but yeah, I I do love that the... Uh, the choreographer is sort of like in charge of the zombie body language who are like teaching all these extras what to do. Uh, they, you know, they really, and, and I assume Edgar Wright to a certain extent as well, they really sort of go out of their way to uh, allow the actors to do something distinctive. Right. Um, instead of, you know, we talked about how the uniform uh, nature of the zombies on The Walking Dead sort of makes that show really boring uh, because there's nothing special mm -hmm. about any of the zombies. Like they're just like the zombie horde and they all just act and move the same exact way. Right. Uh, it's the only thing about that show that's boring. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> totally the only thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, but yeah, but the zombies in this are really interesting and you remember and, them. Yeah, exactly. They have a personality. Like you could name all of these zombies and, and you know, you'd be able to sort of recall them, uh, especially if you could like describe them just a little bit, but I, I can't outside of the pilot of the walking dead. Like I can't describe any zombies after the pilot. Yeah. Yeah, it's because that was the thing I always heard at the time. So when I first saw this film, it was already it, it had left theaters already, you know, and, and it was through word of mouth and friends saying, you know, no, you have to watch this. I think I talked about this a little bit on uh, when we covered uh, space. So I'll, mm -hmm. I'll I'll leave out the all the extra details and people just go back and listen to that. But um, apparently, like, yeah, a lot of these zombies end up coming back because it's in set in such a small town you know it's a lot of the the people you see in that opening sequence when he's going to work uh the first time before the zombie apocalypse has happened and then those same characters are called back you know in their zombie form later right. and uh, you know i'm i you guys would know more than i would because you're 
breaking this down one minute at a time, but I've watched this movie a few times and I always thought that that was really impressive that like, you know, the girl Mary that's checking him out in the, uh, or that you see checking people out in that, that opening kind of like montage sequence that then she's Mm -hmm. the one that's in the backyard, you know, and she's still in her, uh, her uniform. Yeah. And then, and just like the, uh, when they're, I guess, yeah, spoilers, but when they're in the Winchester later, you know, you end up seeing a lot of the patrons showing back up as zombies. So I always thought that that was a nice touch. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, we have found that it is every extra in the movie is ended up, you know, ends up being reused as a zombie. Like there are definitely more zombies in this movie than there are like living extras uh, earlier in the movie. So there, there's definitely zombies. Like I don't, I don't recognize any of these particular zombies Mm -hmm. uh, from earlier in the film, but uh, the, the, uh, the zombies in the, in the hoodies that attack uh, Philip, those are the, the people that were leaving the club during the montage um, with the, with the title uh, uh, underneath them, like on the ground. Right. Um, And, and yeah, there's, there's a, there's a lot of that. Like the, the people on the bus come back as zombies and um, all the people at the bus stop. I think uh, Hulk is one of the people at the bus stop, (laughs) if I'm not mistaken, mistaken. So uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's really cool that they do that. I I mean, I think ultimately um, it serves two purposes, right? It's a cool, you know, setup payoff, which this movie's all about. Right. But then it's also, uh, you know cheap <laughs> just bring the same people back you know you don't have to worry about it yeah. and you know it just you know call me a hopeless simpsons fan but it, it, it just makes your world feel more full yeah totally yeah. yeah i agree completely um yeah this uh that that turn and uh when when he hears it and then he, he sean like turns and looks at them and is sort of like moving back and forth i think that is the that's the most Bruce Campbell uh, Simon Pegg has ever looked. <laughs> That's like straight out of Evil Dead, like Ash, like turning and being like, "All oh, these deadites." Um, yeah, the, the, <laughs> totally. this whole section, he is very much in Ash mode, in that he's just like this desperate hero that just is dragging three more people, yuppies, along with him, keeping them alive. You know? Yeah. Right. This is. Um, I think this might be the first time. Uh, me, I, I, I don't remember what I thought at this particular moment while I was watching it the first time because I was in such awe of right. this movie the first time I watched mm-hmm. it. Um, but uh, I this is the first time that I am I am actually like thinking, oh, are we supposed to think that he just died? Uh, because they're like on the phone and you just hear him like grunting like and and like eating noises and it just it sounds like. He's dead. Uh, right. like, like, and now we're going to start following them. <laughs> um, and I wonder if that was, uh, that's what this moment sort of is, is like, you're supposed to think that, I mean, it's certainly that, you know, die certainly seems to think that she's listening to someone dying. Uh, right. That's what, end. yeah. I always thought that that was what this sequence, you know, cause it's, it's, we're not given enough time. I guess like there is the him, him putting the, uh, the cricket bat up on the windowsill covered in blood. And, you know, there is a moment's uh, moment's hesitation there. Oh, is, you know, is that a zombie or is that Sean? But mm-hmm. I always thought it was more to build the tension uh, for, I always forget these characters' names, but Liz's friends, 
yeah. that yeah that they can't see what's happening out there so there you know there's that uh and we also we don't know where this window is well, at least I don't know maybe you guys do but where this window is in relation to the front door of the complex, right? Did he have to run all the way around behind it? Or is it just like he walked around the corner and then started climbing up the lattice and then let, you know, let himself yeah. in the apartment. I'm not sure. I, I well, yeah, we don't, we don't really know <laughs> where, right. where that's located, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's certainly the purpose of the, of the scene, you know, watching it now after the first time. Right. Uh, I'm just wondering I wish I could go back in time and like ask myself, like, <laughs> you know, what's what's going on, buddy? You you you, do you think he's dead? Um, pause it, yeah. Pause it when yeah. you first see the the bat, right. and then you know, take a take a poll and see. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, I I do like that David is sort of like about to say something to Diane, like because she's horrified and like hanging up the phone. She's got like this sort of like dead face of just right. like, I can't believe I just heard that. Um, and David is trying to like, it, it looks like he's trying to find words to comfort her. <laughs> it, it, it's yeah. almost, if he wasn't such a dick, his, <laughs> his inadequacy is, is really sad. Just uh -huh. like he, he wants so badly to be able to make a, someone feel good but he just yeah. like and and it, it's interesting it's in, it's very interesting and when you think about him in relation to like ed who is a character who has like little to no uh you know uh you know in, in a class system i guess he would be considered on like the lower end but he seems so able to like bring joy to everyone uh-huh yeah. it just it's interesting seeing those two in a in a room together as we're about yeah. to on a room. Right. Or, yeah, in a, a tiny car. In a car. Yeah, yeah. A car in a bar. <laughs> I think a car is a room, I guess, in, inside of the car. It mm -hmm. could be considered room-like. Yeah. Um, I do like this recreation of this shot, though. Uh, oh, yeah. A lot. It's great. It's, like, scary, but simultaneously... it's It always gets, like, a like a fist bump feeling from me. Mm -hmm. which is it, it it's it, it just shows you how much we've already been adhered to sean as like a hero as a protagonist yeah see i would be interested to to know your guys opinion because i always thought that this shot the, the specifically the him reaching up with the cricket bat was in reference to uh uh Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, right? When it's at the end of the movie when he's like climbing up the uh the broken bridge and he, he puts oh. the hand with the the Shankara stone up first and then you get the second hand that reaches up and grabs. That at least to me and also obviously going back and and looking at uh Simon Pegg, Nick Frost and Edgar Wright's work before this is it's filled with, you know, references to Lucasfilm properties. So yeah, no, that I, I could totally see that on in, you know, as like part of a lookbook for the scene or something. Right. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I, uh, I, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I like, I just, I really do like the struggle. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. That he's going through to get up there. Uh, it's gonna be he's hard. not, yeah, I mean he and he's not a fit person. Like right. he's a pretty slubby guy, uh, Sean. And so 
This has gotta be a this has gotta be a struggle for this poor guy. But he's he's doing it. He's making it work. Also, while carrying a cricket bat, like you really only have one usable hand in that situation. So yeah, it's amazing that he held on to that thing. <laughs> right. Uh. All right. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Just to, just to wrap it up. Just very Crash Bandicoot like. <laughs> very Crash Bandicoot like. Uh. Um, see, I don't know. I th- yeah. I don't know if I see him as Crash Bandicoot. I don't know what video game character <laughs> I would equate Sean to, but I don't know if I just because I guess I I've never I never was a Crash Bandicoot guy because I didn't really have a PlayStation until late in its cycle. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> he's definitely not it's a good Mario. That, it's glad that you were there for it though. At the end, it meant a lot to it. He's he's really like if Luigi was a protagonist. Um, there we go. Yeah. Okay. So, there's no way they didn't do that for Halloween one year. Mario and Luigi. Yeah. 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 Uh, they should. That would be amazing. <laughs> I hope those pictures exist somewhere because that needs to happen. Well, uh, they are talking about rebooting. So, um, <laughs> or, or doing another film, I guess. Yeah. Right. Sorry. This isn't they, Mario Man. They, they have to play. There's nothing, there's nothing to They reboot. have to do the voices because it's going to be animated. So, they have to do the voices, but do them in like mm-hmm. an Italian accent. Right. <laughs> A la Charles Martinet. Woo-hoo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I think I think that's I think all we got for this thing. minute. Uh, let's uh, let's let's all come back tomorrow, eh? All right. Yeah. Sounds good. In the meantime, let's uh, let's have a nice cold pint. Wait for all of this to boil over.